Welcome to the Alternative Property Management Podcast, brought to you by Renty and the PMC. Hosted by David Faulkner, Harrison Vaughn, and Will Alexander, and powered by Renty, who just want to make renting enjoyable. Kia ora koutou katoa, now my harimai, and welcome to the Alternative Property Management Show. We now have less than one month until the PMC at Wellington on the 23rd and the 24th of November. I am your host, David Faulkner. I'm also the MC for the PMC. I am again joined by Harrison Vaughan from Tommy's Property Management in the nation's capital, and also Will Alexander, who is uh, with Bailey's. He's up there in Auckland. And we also got a special guest today, Dean Larratt, who is going to be speaking at the PMC. He is from Maintain to Profit. But before we get into Dean, uh, let's have a, I mean, we've just had a long weekend. Um, I mean, I, I, the Rugby World Cup's on, and being a, an Englishman, I can't help but be a little bit peed off about what happened at the weekend. Dominated the South Africans for very much of that game, and then a New Zealand referee gives what can only be questionable penalty with two minutes to go. Dean, you've got a bit of rugby background about you. You've actually been hanging out with uh, Israel Dag and the Beaver. Uh, Stephen Donald, what was your take on the uh, events of the Rugby World Cup this weekend just gone? Oh, mate, I'd, look, I think I'd be safe to say 99.999% of New Zealanders definitely wanted an All Blacks England final. Yeah. So so everyone was definitely going for the for the English, that's for sure. Okay, it's got to be a great final, two great sides. Well, I mean, I know you're not a rugby man, like, but did you watch it It's all? Did you watch any of the rugby over the weekend? Uh, no. Um, I was actually pleasantly surprised when I got to Auckland today and found out that we're in the final. Um, oh. so, are you, you going to watch the finals? No, I'm doing Auckland Marathon. Um, and so, do you know... Is that, on the, is that on the same day as the World Cup final? Same, same, same day. It's the same day, David. Uh, do you know you what could, I mean? Like, uh, you you, it, you it could, could win it, mate. You could be the only person running. Highly likely, or a very what are you diminished trying to say, It's a bit oh, rough. Listen, this this man does, honest to God, he, he's he's like athlete supreme, and um, he, he texts me his times for what was it you did? Was it five k in fifteen minutes or something ridiculous like that? Or you no, know, fourteen forty two. But I I did do ten k on, on Saturday and just under thirty one. It was thirty fifty two or something. Okay. Anyway, it's not a, it's it's not a, as much as I'd love to do a rugby podcast because I do love my rugby. It's a property management podcast, and uh, we've invited Dean on. Dean's got a business called Maintain to Profits. He's the owner. You you founded the business. How long's the business been going for, Dean? Tell us a, a little bit about yourself. What how you've come to be, and how you where you are. Yeah, look, um, I'm one of those things that people call a tradie. Um, I did my time as a cabinet maker and cabinet maker by trade, so. Um, was lucky enough and fortunate enough to be trained by a solid timber craftsman, so went right through, right through that whole process, and um, you know learned a lot. Um, you know did custom pieces for the Thompson twins batch up at Matakana when they had that many many years back, and um, Peter did worked on Peter Spencer's super yacht on the interior of that super yacht. So yeah, learned a lot. Um, always enjoyed you know, crafting stuff and making stuff. And, and that would, that came from a very young age, chasing 
my old man around. But um, yeah. yeah, so went right through that process and then um, uh, went into design and sales for a kitchen company, which is where I actually met my now business partner, Mark, Mark Trafford. Um, him and I, have, but we've been friends for, for many years since we worked together in the kitchen game a long, long time ago. And um, Mark formed with his um, ex-wife, he formed the business in 2007 as a as a maintenance provider, pretty much, hence the maintain to profit. Um, and you know, the, a lot of their stuff was based around the maintenance and and how that would and how that would grow. And um, while I was off doing other things, I went into the corporate world and and was a sales um, manager for a flooring company. So worked for a flooring manufacturer here in New Zealand. Um, that uh, imported from South Africa and and did a lot with them for seven years. And um, during that time, Mark and I always said that we wanted to do something together and 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 kind of grow the business around the the service base with renovations and 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 what we could do and how we could give back around the the knowledge that we both sort of shared. So. Yeah, 2012, um, wife and I um, bought into the business, so it was obviously five years old back then, 11, it's a bit over 11 years ago, nearly 11 and a half years ago. So, um, yeah, haven't looked back really. It's um, It's been an awesome journey and um, met some amazing people along the way. Um, you know, we, we credit the success of our business to the fantastic relationships that we have with multiple different um uh, property management businesses both residentially and commercially um you know they are the people that scratch your back when the business is great and they're the people that scratch your back when the business is bad um yeah. I, I say to all of our franchise owners you know you know don't go running around and asking for the business and and and, and helping your client helping your, your your good good base of people out when the business is good because when it's bad they'll go well how come you didn't look after us when when it was good you know what i mean um so you- it, it's it's that whole, and it's just being able to look. Nobody's perfect, and I we that's one of my favourite sayings. Um, but in our business, it's about putting your hand up and admitting when something's gone wrong, and and being able to make it right. And that, to me, is the foundation of a of a brilliant business relationship. Um, if you don't have that, and you don't have that trust, and you don't like the people that you're dealing with, you're just not going to do it. I mean, we don't do it with our with our tradie base that we have. Um, you know, if, I was thinking the same to you the other day, David. All of our boys pass our granny, our, our granny test, and it's you know, would I put them in my grandparents' home? Um, and if the answer is no, then you don't want to deal with them. Um, and I would hope that you know, a lot of our customers do the same to us, and I'm sure they do. You know, like you've got to be able to trust the people that you're dealing with. So, yeah, look, gone right through the the process, the renovation side of things is growing. We predominantly did. Um, Right back in 2012, it was just small cosmetic stuff, um, little bathrooms here and there, kitchens uh, and bits and pieces. That's morphed right into guiding people through, you know, when they want to add another bedroom, when they want to do an extension, where they want to they've got enough space they can create another bathroom to add extra rental income and all that sort of stuff. So being able to guide people right through the process, hold their hand through that whole what can be sometimes a daunting um, procedure if they've never dealt with council before or if they're offshore. Um, or if it's a property management company, when their MO is to, you know, manage the rent roll and spend the time over there, when they can have a trusted company that they can work alongside um, to make that process a little bit smoother, then then we're all for that. So how many franchises have you got? So we've got um, 10, including our North Shore one, which is our flagship one that I run. 
so obviously when Mark and I joined, it was uh, we were Auckland wide. Um, it was became pretty apparent that when we when the turnover was increasing and and our class customer base was increasing that we had to rather than let that die, we had to really work hard and and look into that. And it was either pour money into investing to have staff and grow it that way or we get people that come on board that are really keen to and 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 follow the same ethos that we've got so um yeah so we we went down that route and then just progressively over the last sort of 11 years covid hooked us a wee bit in the middle there (laughs) with Mm -hmm. the with our plans but we we, we're in the right space now but yeah we're progressively sort of you know a couple of year which was really good it's manageable um yeah a lot comes on board with that, but yeah, we we pretty much spread the North Island. Obviously, Auckland, Waikato, Bay of Plenty, and and what and down in Wellington now as well. So, yeah, yeah. And and can I, you know, what percentage of work that you do is through property management companies? Because you're very very well known uh, up in Auckland. I remember when I used to do the old consultancy gig. I'd see these maintained to profit lolly jars all over the place mm-hmm. in, yeah. in multiple offices. So, how much work do you actually do through property management companies? Yeah, look, I would say, you know, um, and speaking for myself, um, you know, the longer you've been in the saddle, as I say, um, the more people will trust you, you know. Um, lots and lots of property management companies have been burnt. Their landlords have been burnt by people. So it is a long game. It's not a short game. Um, but our business in terms of number of jobs would be 80%, and here goes the 80-20 rule, but 80% property management, 20% cash sale. Yep, 100%. The value almost does a full flip. So, you know, the value is higher, obviously, with cash sale because you're doing larger, obviously, big renovations, but smaller number of jobs. But, you know, our our property management stuff can be our minimum charge stuff, 250 bucks plus GST, right up to, you know, full-scale consented works, which we've done and, and, and guided people through. So, um yeah there's a there's a lot and and without it um we we simply wouldn't be here is the short yeah. answer yeah all right interesting harrison can i turn to you here mate because uh i guess you can there. yeah you've been um doing something like down in wellington there with uh you know renovating some of the rental properties and you've had some success yeah. in that well, journey when, when we want... started uh, i don't think maintain with profit might have i didn't notice them in wellington but we've um yeah, we've got Tommy's transformations, very similar sort of thing that we do in house, where we have we've partnered with Mitre Ten, um, and and using them, we've managed to to absolutely transform a number of houses. I think we've done about seven or eight now in the last three years, um, and you're you're going from right the one of the best ones we did. The guy spent about one hundred and twenty thousand, and his rent went from four fifty to nine eighty um a week um so he you know he was really happy with that he was able to get all that sorted and it took about oh about a month to get it done kitchens bathrooms and all that sort of stuff but really i i absolutely love it you know you've got a you're a property management company you've got a portfolio of customers here like your goal right well our big goal at tommy's is to build the wealth of our of our client base well one way of doing that is improving the asset value of the of the assets they're getting you to look after which then increases the rent and as we all know, we charge a percentage of that rent, so it lines our pockets yeah. as well. Yeah. It's a win-win. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a win-win-win. 
it's asset management, yeah. really, isn't it? And, and yeah. it's, it's win-win all around because it's easy to manage because it's better maintained and you get a better clientele and you're going to earn more you're going to earn more money. Well, I mean, I, I just have always felt that this is an opportunity that property management companies don't really grasp. Uh, and it, it's a different skill set than um, property management. It's project management. I mean, why do you think it's never really taken off to the extent that it should do within property management? I just think it's down to the type of person that you hire predominantly. Um, and... I mean, uh, it's, it is a great opportunity. I remember y- y- years ago when you were originally at PB, David, you did renovation or something, wasn't it? Yeah, renovate. Renovate it was renovate. called. Uh, sounds a bit um, corny. Yeah, so yeah. Transformation sounds a lot better. It does. Um, but mind you, that was quite pioneering. I hand it to you. Um, but I, I think, uh, look, at, I mean, that case study that you just shared, Harrison, I mean, what a brilliant example. The rent had gone up by what, $480 or whatever it was, or $580. Um, I mean, that's that's the, that's brilliant. I mean, you've just added a property to the portfolio. I just think yeah. it's a skill set that people don't appreciate. I think project management um, uh, is very difficult. Um, I think finding good tradespeople that you can rely on um, is very difficult. Um, I think people, the reason why Dean and Maintained a Profit exists and has flourished is because it, it is, in my opinion, I think quite a quite a tricky thing to handle. So it's if you've got a property manager that loves that sort of stuff and has that skill set and gets it and understands buildings, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. I just think that predominantly, and this is nothing against property managers, I think predominantly they their skill sets are a little bit different. And, yeah. you know, and there is a shift in the industry at the moment to move more towards hiring people that are very strong in sales and all that, that sort of thing. And, and that tends not to go hand in hand with hands-on ability. Yeah. Dean, What's I mean, your uh, I mean, go, on, go on, mate. Question, Will. So, what, like you're talking about, um, you know, hiring and hiring right. I mean, that's you know, we all know that that's a super difficult thing to do. I'm I'm going through the throes of it at the moment, and you know, people can say the right things, and you know, it, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. But when you so in property management and your and your hiring property management, sort of, what are you what are you looking for? Um, you know, are you hiring for somebody that is has the ability to be able to project manage and, and run tradies? Because let's be honest, twenty years ago, you know, a, a, like an interior house renovation, you could probably do it with five different trades. Legislation and health and safety yeah. and all of that now has you having fifteen, sometimes more, depending on what has to be done. You know what I mean? Well, I think you've nailed it on the head. There is. Um in the world we live in with the more specialised environment, I mean, you know, your environment is becoming more litigious, as is ours, and I think it's yeah. I think it's becoming very, very difficult, if not unrealistic, to have an expectation of someone to have a overall general sort of idea of all those pieces of legislation. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the questions are, the people I'm t- typically looking for are, um, you know, good on detail. It depends. I mean, every every good business um, needs a hunter and a farmer. Yeah. You know, someone to get the business, someone to make sure T's are crossed, I's are dotted, and it just depends on what you're looking for at the time, I suppose. Yeah. You need yeah. both. Sometimes yeah. you get both in one package. Yeah. Unusual. So, yeah, that's, I guess, but for a long time, it has been very admin heavy, for sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, and the, re- yeah. And, the, and one of the reasons I asked it is there's an almost an expectation from a landlord that when that when property managers manage their property that oh but you know don't I pay you to do that isn't that part yeah, of what yeah, you yeah. do for me anyway <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah how many times do you guys get flipping asked that oh question oh my god like we did a tra- related to a house <laughs> we did a training session la um before I left PB and it was on parts of the house like what's an architrave what's eaves um and oh my god i mean i was like oh god almighty but but you're right there is an expectation i guess when um property manager i mean the name by it in itself sort of indicates that you can manage a property but not really in this industry you're managing people um but uh, it's like a, a good friend of mine right he owns mighty 10 mega and palmy and he hires retired builders yeah. Um, yeah. and just getting that recruitment piece right, like people that are off the tools now, they've just been on the end of a shovel for 40 years, whatever, but mm-hmm. get it. That's who he targets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sort of things that have been raised there. So, Dean, what I was going to ask you originally, oh, by the way, I've got a just big shout out there for Will with his dad joke in the middle of uh, an interview with someone from maintenance when he said, you've hit the nail on the head. Very good, Will. I don't even think he realised he did it. No. Accidental. Accidental, but it's good. Well done, Brad. You know, yeah, very good. But, Dean, I mean, do you see this as a a market, an untapped market? How many property management companies do you deal with who are actively out there doing project management? Um, You know, is there anyone out there who's actively doing this and doing it well successfully? You don't have to name who they are. Um. No, mm. because yeah. because I mean, let's be you're, and I go back to what I was just talking about before. You're 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 there to manage and grow a rent roll, right? If you can, and we had this discussion the other day. If you can put on another, if you can form an allegiance with a company, be it MTP or or whoever, where where they offer a service that you can that. Is that a fair price? Yes, you might pay more. Yes, you'll find cheaper people in the market. But if you can, if you're comfortable with the service that you're getting, and you can, and you can communicate that successfully to your owners, if that if that if frees up your property manager's times to be able to go out there add more to your rent roll, David, you mentioned and you know, adding another ten properties with what you guys are doing and and pioneering with with PB. I mean that's. That's got to be huge, right? That's 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 where the value is around what you guys do. What we do is if we can if we can help by even if it's passing on knowledge to be able to make what they do as property managers more more streamlined and more successful and and the information that they're communicating back to not only their business but also you know owners be it here be it overseas by simple going will talk, talking about what your architraves um skirtings <laughs> eaves different types of roofing like mm. if, as simple as that stuff is and i know it's you know and it's and you're t- teaching some people how to suck eggs right but um if you can just impart a little bit of that because that makes our job a thousand times easier mm. as as a service provider because we've got somebody that's just been given a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of kind of know-how and it goes, hey, Dean, 
I've got this house. It's got a leak. Do you know what? It's got those old Taylor fascia, those internal gutter type setups, and I think it's leaking onto the feet and going down into the walls. We're fully prepped to go to the property. We fully understand what we're looking at. We can. It saves time uh, around the whole advice side of things, and, and you know that's just one example. But there's just lots of things that we can give back for what we've received from our client base and you know nationwide over the last however many years. I feel um, to like. Just I feel like in our, in our industry, like we're more of a Band-Aid solution with property management. Like we're always just patching and fixing things. And we really need to take, like we're the ones that go into the house every, what, 90 days. We see it a lot more than the owner. I feel like property managers need to have a lot more faith and power in themselves just to pick up the phone and say to your owner, right, let's, let's invest some money back into this asset. Where I feel mm. like... For so long, property managers have been too scared to ask the owner to spend money. So it's yep. always like, shit, what can we do on the what can we do on the shoestring budget? Or what's the cheapest thing we can do to get ABC rentable again? You know, that's always been the the sort of motto of the industry. And it's it's definitely starting to change, but a lot more industry companies need to get onto it. So Hannison, I've got a question to you because I was just going to ask you this before. I mean, how do you sell Tommy's transformations? Because it's obviously just, you know. You'd obviously well, approach Yeah, them. usually we have quite a high standard of a house. And if we, like, I am very strict with what we bring on. We don't sign up something that you might find in Palmy. But um, what, <laughs> what, what we would tend to do is if it's not up to our standard, is we would say, well, look, your options are you can go to another provider or we've got this Tommy's Transformation Service and let's really up the value of your property. And then we tell them what they could rent the house for. And then it's more around helping them with finance, which we've been able to do with Tapi, um, yep. with the new yep. finance options and stuff so like good, that. So yeah. the, the, the key thing, if you can make the owner, and a lot of owners... But there are a lot of savvy investors out there, but there's a lot out there that aren't savvy and they're not sitting there realising if they spend X, Y, Z, they can get, you know, ABC back in a few months or a few years and, and make a return. So I feel like there's a lot of education. I mean, it's, yeah, it's not spent. Well, this is this is the problem, though. We, we, we look at it go, oh, the spending. It's not spending. It's investing. It's investing, yeah. It's, you know, it's the type of client that we deal with, right? I mean like I'm setting up a commercial department again. And it's, it's I mean, maintain, you, you're talking about long-term maintenance plans yeah. with, these, with these buildings and, it's, and, yeah. and these owners, and it's just part of the conversation. It's part of the dialogue. And that's though, because it, it's a business, right? There's no emotion. Yeah. And, and you come into the resi space and there is emotion and it's the type of client you're dealing with. That's it. Yeah. And they yeah, just yeah. look at it from a different perspective. It's, I think, as simple as that. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, you're right. And they're not, a lot of them are not sophisticated. You're right. They're not, they're not educated. They get too emotive about it. it it's, they're, they're, I mean, because we're going to have to retrofit a lot of houses in New Zealand. You know, and if, if you're talking about certain standards, I mean, Dane, you we had a conversation last week. What's what's happening in the space around regulation on insulation? There's some changes coming in there, isn't there, which you alluded to? Yeah, us. yeah. yeah. So in the new build industry, I think it's it's next month. Um, you know, uh, we were talking about the ceiling insulation regulation in the in the building industry changing from R three point two to six point two or six point one. So in no. the ceilings, so it's it's almost doubling. 
So the immediate wow. question that you guys have, right, is what the hell is that going to do to healthy homes and all these people that have spent this money in healthy homes? It's just, and, and you know, I, I don't agree with a lot of the, well, there's a, there's a few key things that I agree with with healthy homes. And yes, I believe that people should have decent properties to live in. You know, if, it, if I wouldn't live in it myself, then I wouldn't put a tenant in it is the short answer. Mm. But, yeah. but, you know, like, um, I've seen, actively seen in multiple occasions where these ground vapour barriers are absolutely destroying foundations of houses um, and holding moisture in the ground and just causing all sorts of drama. Water tables are staying really high, particularly mm. after the abomination of flooding and stuff that we've had in Auckland. But, you know, it's just holding moisture around stuff and it's going to cause major dramas. You go to the new build sector, you legally don't have to have a ground vapour barrier when you build a house. So um, the two. I mean, that, that that in itself is ludicrous, isn't it? So you're holding landlords to one standard, but new builds to to a completely different standard. I mean, this yeah. whole help. We've we've talked about this on the podcast previously. I think last year, um, around you know the healthy home standards and whether they're, they're actually fit for purpose. Yeah, look, uh, yeah, like I said, I, I I firmly agree with a lot of it, um, you know, particularly around the heating, the insulation, the draft stopping and, and, you know, and just making sure things are watertight. It's just, it's a no-brainer and yeah. um, oh, definitely need to do it. Sorry, mate, you go. Yeah, definitely need to do it. And, um, but uh, there's, there's joinery is the other one. So aluminium joinery, you know, if you've got, if you're looking at, you um, changing out to double glazed aluminium joinery anytime soon do it sooner than later the thermal capabilities around uh, aluminium now is that they're going to have to be all of the frames are going to have to be filled so typically timber joinery is three times the price of aluminium joinery it's going to be about the same now so you're going to see a big drive in pvc so in europe and the uk they use a lot of pvc there's a lot of renovation work happening here now using pvc it's a fantastic product it's similar to aluminium at the moment fractionally more expensive but um, look, it's a great product. Um, no, I don't own a PVC joinery factory either. <laughs> no, PVC is I, good, Dane. We've used that yeah. on, on all I, of our retrofits recently. Yeah. The, yeah, the problem with this is this is the, this is a moving target, right? And yeah. I, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, I, I own an apartment building, uh, an apartment in an apartment building in Auckland, and it's always been really good. It's always you know very very well maintained. Always had a big sinking fund all that kind of stuff, and it's getting, it's leaking now, and they're going through and they're doing a big, it's huge, it's millions and millions of dollars, it's crippling a lot of people, and um, they're coming through our apartment at the moment, and they've ripped off all the walls and stuff, and I'm living through this, and they're, they're great guys, and I was like, what are you doing? And I got talking to them, and he's like, see that pipe there, it's got the wrong valve on it, and it's pointing the wrong way, or, or something as trivial as that. And I was like, well, was it legal when they installed it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it was. And I was like, yeah. so you're retrospectively going through to redo something that was legal whenever this building was built probably 30, 40 years ago. I mean, then I was like, well, does that not open up every single building in Auckland, yeah. if not New Zealand? And I was like, where do you draw the line? Yeah, I mean, it, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've seen... You, you've probably come across it with, uh, you know, Bailey's mate. Like, you know, all of these flooded properties. There's so many that are at absolute stalemate at the moment yep. because 
they're fighting with council as to whether they should be getting a building consent to to reinstate their house. Well, if there's nothing structural going on and there's nothing added being bad in there, let these poor people get their houses back and get you know and or get their their um, investment properties back up and running so they can start paying some people back. You know, it's just it's still going on and we're st- and I'm still seeing at least two a week that haven't wow, been honey. touched. Wow. Well, anyway, you know, we're, we're, we're kind of running out of time. So what I wanted to do is, you know, Dean, give us a little snippet. What are you going to talk about at the PMC? Because it's great that we've got somebody with your knowledge and worked with so many property management companies coming along to talk to all our property managers. Give us a snippet. What are you going to talk about, mate? Um, look, we're going to cover off and we'll hit the nail on the head before um, those little things. Just the little basics. Go back to basics and, and what we can give you the property management world around just understanding the basics when they walk into a property. So if you can understand that, um, you know, impart a bit of that onto the tenant, so the tenant understands what they're talking about as well. You know, basic things. Where's the switchboard? Do you know what ups? You know what's up on or off? You know, you know, just basic things. Hot spots we call them, um, and we'll go from there. So um, we'll try and make it a little bit of fun. I'll condense it up. We've, I've, I've done it before. I've done it with you and your team, David. Um, it's, it's, it's a really good, um, exciting bit of fun. We'll just kind of juice it up a bit and then um, and fire some yeah. few things out. Okay. Okay. So how we finish off these podcasts traditionally with our guests is that Will Alexander will have five just random questions um, that he will ask you. And just quick fire questions, all right? So, uh, Will, the floor's yours, mate. Okay, well, got a bit of a rolling tally here, Dean. Um, if you had to employ either Harrison or David to maintain a property, who would it be? Harrison. Oh. Boom. Quick I answer, just, too. I'm, I'm a bit more physical and a bit more fit. No, you got me, mate. So. You had me at Tommy's. You had me at Tommy's transformation. Oh, yes. Ah, that's a good name, isn't it? Yeah. So that's three two now, I believe. Three David's two. still oh, winning. Three two. I'm comfortable. I'm comfortable. Um, yeah, I'm used to losing. It. I'm used to losing this week. You so staying on, staying on the theme of Harry, um, do you think Harry could hammer in a 75 mil nail in less than 10 hits? No. <laughs> oh, you'd employ him. <laughs> yeah, I would. Clearly, clearly for his project I would, managing I would, skills. I want to do the right job. Not hammering. And there's nothing against you, Harrison. I just think you will miss seven times out of the ten. I probably <laughs> would, to be honest. Get a few whole dents around the nail. <laughs> <laughs> um, number three, do you think the Healthy Homes has or will improve the health and well-being of tenants in New Zealand? Has, no, will, yes. Long-term benefits? Um, just be healthier homes. We just need to be careful that we don't over hotbox these things where we get like, you know, they are too shut up. Um, yeah. So that's the next issue that we're going to have. There's going to be more passive ventilation and stuff like that. It's going to have to come in the future, investment yeah. around that with property. But um yeah, I think in the long run it will it will make for better and more comfortable living conditions for sure. Okay. Number four, you deal a lot with property managers. What is one of your pet hates? What is something that we do as an industry that just grinds you the wrong way? 
would be when we get purchase orders or quote requests with lack of information. Easy fix. Yeah. Trying. Working hard. Yep. Yeah, cool. Okay. And you work in Auckland. We'll predominantly focus on Auckland, your franchise. Who's your favourite property management business and why? Oh, geez, that's a difficult question to answer. It's controversial, which is me to a T. Yeah. Controversial. Mm. Um, my favourite would probably be the Barfoot Group. And I'll wow. tell you why. And no, it's not applied for we, because I know you used to be there. It's got nothing to do with that. Um, do you know what? There's the loyalty that we get as a brand out of Barfoot is probably second to none. Mm. Um, well, that's a good reason to like them. Like, that's fair. Yeah. You know, the systems are good. Um, you know, th- their loyalty is great. You know, when we, get, like I said, we're all human. We get it wrong. When we get it wrong, they give us an opportunity to fix it um, and we move forward professionally. So, you know, it's, it's worked really well. We know everybody from the top down um, have good good relationships with everybody there It's and, and, fed, and fed right through the through the group. It's good. And no. Dean, I've got one question to ask you before we wind up. You, you did that TV show. What was the TV show you did with Israel Dagen and 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 Steve Donald? What was all that about? The the clubhouse re, re, regeneration because that looked pretty it, cool, mate. Oh, mate, it was it was it was cool. Um, you know, part of you know my kids are involved in community sport, and and one of the things that we get up to on a Saturday is I'm down at the, you know, my daughter plays. She's fourteen. She plays. Um, girls rip a rugby and tag and all that sort of stuff. My son's 12. He plays, you know, rugby and he, they, they love it. And, you know, I'm down there in the middle of winter with my bush jacket on. And, and one one yeah. one weekend I was down there with a trailer and with our work trailer, actually, and we were using it as a rubbish thing. It was a club day and um, took a bit of a video. And and the, the producers hit us up a couple of years back and um, said, would you be interested in this? And but the whole concept of it was, you know, grabbing a couple of, you know, X ABs, um, you know, good banter, you know, that, that had to be part of the part of the key. And um and we literally well they picked out eight sports clubs. It wasn't just about rugby, it was just eight different sports clubs dotted across the North Island that were just in a bit of need. And they ranged from uh football clubs, softball clubs, golf clubs, tennis clubs, obviously obviously rugby, um, squash, and you know, um I was brought on as the your Peter Wolf camp had to run these things. We were given a time frame. They originally wanted a week and I said, hell no, it's not gonna happen. Um and but yeah look two weeks what we turned around in these eight different sports clubs across 16 weeks was was phenomenal. And um it was just, you know, we as a brand donated um all of the labor to the to yeah. the cause. There were a lot of we had some of our guys come on and some of our team come on board in, in, in Waikato and in Auckland where they donated their time as well, which is fantastic. Placemakers were on board, donated all the materials, but um, and then obviously at my time and and around the planning and the project management side of things, and it was just so good to see what these communities got out of what we gave back. There was lots of tears and um, the culture around these taught us as business owners and, and people a lot. You know you. You know, we were down at Pune Rugby Club and the Māori culture down there, it was just second to none. It was unbelievable yeah. being welcomed onto a rugby club and, 
Uh, it was just, it was special. And look, made lifelong friends out of with Izzy and Beaver. They're two absolute crack ups. Oh, so I like, well, so anyway, we'll have to wind it up there, guys. And uh, PMC, it's now less than a month away. Make sure that you jump onto the, our website or the website to get your tickets. Um, I can't wait for it. Can't wait for it. It's so exciting. It's going to be great to have you there, Dean. Thanks for joining nah, us. Looking tonight. forward to it. Thanks for joining us yeah, on the podcast. Will, Addison, thanks a lot, guys. And, uh, it was an absolute yeah. pleasure. Yeah. Next week. Good to meet you All guys. Right. Okay. Cheers, guys. Thanks. See you later. Bye. See ya. Thank you for tuning in to the Alternative Property Management Podcast, powered by Renty and the PMC.